Lord, our Alpha and Omega, we come to your table, we come to your presence this evening, and we say of a truth, Lord, we worship your name in the beauty of your holiness. Receive all the praise in which your people have rendered to you this evening. Receive our worship. Let it come, O Lord, unto you as a sweet-smelling savor before your presence in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord in heaven, we thank you, O Lord, for your saints. We thank you for the brethren, wherever they may be listening to us this evening. We ask, O Lord, that your hand, your mighty hand, will reach out to everyone in the name of Jesus. As we've come to hear from you, Lord, we pray that the entrance of your word will illuminate, O Lord, our hearts, that we will receive, O Lord, the engrafted word of the Lord with wisdom in which you will give unto us this evening. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit, because you always hear us. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Wherever you are, just say a very loud amen. Amen indeed. The name of the Lord be praised in Jesus' name. Once again, I want to welcome you to yet another Wednesday. It is our Wednesday interactive Bible study here at Grace Assembly, and we're glad to have you. In a moment, we'll be going straight into God's Word for today. It is a Wednesday interactive Bible study, and so we're going to be studying God's Word as the Lord leads us this evening. For as many that have been with us for a while now, for the last few Wednesdays and the last few Sundays, you will agree with me that the Lord indeed is doing mighty things in our midst and we cannot in any way deny that fact, especially from the altar in which there's the man of God have been bringing us the word of God season after season. And that is where we're going to be continuing the study from this evening. For as many that have been with us the last two weeks or three, where the set man, Pastor Lufemi Falls, started with a wonderful word of God that illuminated the hearts of many. And the title of that message was Persistent Faith wins persistent faith wins and the reference was in luke chapter 18 where the scripture did say how much kind when the son of man return will he find this persistent faith when he returns and so the message centered on reminding us that we need not only just faith but we need the kind of faith that the scripture referred to as a persistent faith. I want to thank God for Pastor Steve on Wednesday. It took time to elaborate that same word to us, and we have been growing richly in those words. And on Sunday, by the message of the Lord, he brought us another word, which was, God will make me laugh. And from Sunday, these words have been bubbling in the hearts of many. And we took a cue from the story of Sarah, where she declared that the Lord God have made her laugh. And anyone who will hear her story, anyone who will hear her testimony, anyone who will hear the good news that the Lord have brought to her life, will also and surely laugh. Why? Because the Lord is in the business this season of bringing us good news and every good news that comes our way sure does put laughter in our hearts. And that shall be the testimony of as many that will say a loud amen to that in the name of Jesus. And now because it is an interactive study, our Wednesday service where we come to study deeper, we're going to be looking into this story once again. Looking at the story of Sarah 
where she had declared that the Lord God will surely make her laugh. The Lord God had made her laugh, and anyone who hears the story will laugh. And the word of the Lord came to us as a prophecy on the prophetic Sunday, and the word of the Lord said that the same God that did it to Sarah, the same God that made her laugh after waiting a long time for the miracle she was expecting, that same God will visit us and make us laugh. And we all said amen because we are believing. And it's so amazing how God has prepared us for this world, how God has prepared us for this prophecy that is supposed that is about to come by telling us before then that we need to understand and reminded us about the concept of faith and the fact that we do not just need to have just faith, but we need to have a faith that is persistent, a faith that will hold on in times of trouble, a faith that will weather any storm that we do find ourselves. And so after hearing the glory of Sarah's story, it is now time to hear the story behind the glory. And that itself will help us as we navigate through lives, expecting and hoping and believing to a point where God will surely make us laugh which is the very end point where we are looking forward to. And so this evening, I will start by reading our text for this evening, which is, which is going to be taken from the book of Hebrews, chapter 11 and in verse 11. Now, after we've heard the story of Sarah, Hebrews now reminded us or gave us a better picture of what Sarah was going through before she got to the point where she had the glory of her situation. And so the Bible said in Hebrews 11 verse 11, he says, By faith, Sarah herself. By faith, Sarah herself. And we've heard before now that we need to have persistent faith. And the word of the Lord came to us telling us that Sarah received the news. Sarah received the good news. Sarah received the miracle, the blessing in which she was waiting on God for. And so shall be a portion. But the Bible says in Hebrews 11 that Sarah also received strength to conceive seed. Now, I don't know what it is that you are looking forward to conceiving. I don't know the dreams that we are looking forward to conceiving. I don't know the, 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 the career path you are looking forward to conceiving. I don't know what you are waiting or been waiting for on God over and over again. That you are waiting to conceive just like Sarah did. But the Bible does tell us that Sarah also received strength to conceive. Now, the, the word faith itself is not what really drew my attention to Hebrews 11, but the word strength to conceive. And we all know that you, you, there is really no need for strength if there was no element of weakness before them. And so the Bible says Sarah also received strength to conceive. And so this evening we will be studying by the message of God, the, script, the word of the Lord entitled Strength to Conceive, Strength to Birth, Strength to Bring Forth, Strength to Win. I don't know what it is that you're waiting on God for, but the Bible is reminding us, assuring us that we will laugh, but before then we need to understand the journey which we need to to go through and we need strength to conceive every dream every desire that God have laid in our heart in the mighty name of Jesus and so we go deeper into God's word so Hebrews 11 the Bible says and Sarah herself also received strength to conceive 
Now, if you look carefully, if we now go back to the times where God came and appeared to a man called Abraham, which obviously was her husband, the Bible says, and God appeared to Abraham and said to Abraham, Abraham, in you shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. And that is what, and that was a promise that God gave Abraham. And God told Abraham, you shall multiply in seed. Your seed shall so multiply, they shall multiply and they shall be numerous and uncountable. Now to Abraham, the promise was made. To Abraham, the promise was made. So Abraham, of course, a loving husband, went to the wife and said, this is the word of the Lord to me. The Lord have promised, the Lord have laid a word in my heart, and the Lord is saying that he's going to bless me. Just the same way God's word comes to us every Sunday on this pulpit, on this altar, through the set man. And on Sunday he came and told us that the word of the Lord at this point is God is saying that you're going to laugh in the situation that you are going through. There will be a reason for us to laugh in whatsoever thing we are going through. And so just like Abraham, we have received the word. And the Bible tells us the story we know very well. Abraham, of course, the father of faith that we know. But the Bible didn't tell us so much about the wife, Sarah. Sarah received the word through the husband. And sometimes we are in church and God's word comes. And because sometimes we look at our situation, we say, okay, maybe this word is for the Abrahams of our church, those who have strong faith. Those whose faiths are not being shaken by anything. Maybe they are the Abrahams that God is referring to. So we put ourselves in the situation of Sarah and we say, maybe the, the promise is really not for me. Or you're like Sarah, you're saying, maybe I do not have any part to play as far this promise is concerned. And so to Abraham, God made the promise. And the Bible does tell us over and over again, showing us the story of Abraham, how God blessed Abraham, and how Abraham became the father of many nations. But yet before then, it wasn't a smooth ride. As a matter of fact, in Romans chapter 4, verse 19, the Bible does tell us something. It says, and not being weak in faith. Now, I needed to look at the word. Being weak in faith. Now, he's talking about Abraham. Now, attention has been shifted now from Sarah and we're going to Abraham. Abraham, the Bible described that he wasn't weak in faith. He was hoping to, to see the day where God will make him laugh. He was hoping to see the day that the blessings of the Lord will come to pass. But the Bible says in that journey, he says Abraham wasn't weak in faith. Now remember, we're talking about receiving strength in our faith work. Receiving strength to conceive and to birth every miracle that God has laid in our hearts. And that is why you see when the scripture was talking in Hebrews 11, he says, for Sarah also, by faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive. Now you can see why the scripture did mention the word strength to conceive. Because the husband, Abraham, before then, the Bible says he wasn't weak in faith. He did not consider the weakness of his own body or the deadness of Sarah's body, but he was strong in faith. This clearly shows us that there are times where our faith will be tried. There are times where our faith will be questioned. There are times where our faith will be, will be stretched beyond limits. But verse 20 said something. He said, he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith. 
Abraham was strengthened in faith. Now, it is clear here that there are times where our faith needs to be strengthened so that we will get to the point where the promise of God to make us laugh, the promise of God to, to, to bring what he has laid in our heart to come to pass will really bet itself. But we need first to understand that there's possibility at some point in our journey that we may grow weary in our faith level, that our faith may become weak. Now, this doesn't mean that we are weak overall. The Bible said Abraham received strength, received strength in his faith. Sarah also received strength to believe. So you may be there actually saying to yourself, I've been weak enough in my faith level. Maybe the dreams won't come true. Maybe my promises will never come true because my faith is weak. Listen to me, child of God. God is teaching us this evening that those who we are counted as the fathers of faith, those who we are counted as the mothers of faith, experience a period where their faith were tried. We've been looking at the year go by, January, February, March, April. It is natural to think at some point maybe God will not answer me. That is the point where your faith may be questioned or may be weakened. But God tells us and says Abraham was strengthened in faith. And he also tells us that Sarah herself received strength to believe. She received strength to conceive. She received strength by faith. She received strength. So child of God, don't crucify yourself if there are times where you throw away the word of the Lord. Then don't crucify yourself when there are times when you cannot pray that word anymore. Don't crucify yourself where there are, when period of time comes where you doubt the promises. Abraham went through that period. And that is why the word of the Lord came to us that we need persistent faith to hold on. Persistent faith to drive. Now I'm going to read and I'm going to quote the senior pastor. There's something he said on Sunday that really struck my mind. And it was put up when, when the church administrator was also putting the summary of the message. And he said, and I quote, he says, If all the workings of God in your life can be explained, then it cannot have been God all the way. If everything you do in life that had never weakened you, you've never gotten to the point where you've questioned yourself, your faith, you've questioned if God could do it, the, the point or the moment where you've questioned if you could have done it all by yourself, and then God suddenly comes through your weakness. If everything you've been doing is, 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 is explainable, then maybe you've not really experienced the mighty hand of God through a weak person. And he said, if all the workings of God in your life can be explained, just maybe God is not in it. But we're looking for the, the set of people who are saying, Lord, I am weak and I cannot do it by myself. Strengthen my faith. Just like the man says, help my unbelief. There are times where your faith is so so stretched and you, you begin to doubt and you find yourself in a shadow of unbelief. Don't waver. We need to pick up ourselves again and receive strength for the moment and we will conceive and birth everything that God has in store for us. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter 12 2 Corinthians chapter 12 I'll read from verse 9 the very last portion. Now this is this is, this is Paul speaking and in verse 9 he says and he said to me my grace is sufficient for you. God is telling you, don't look at your weakness at this point. His grace is sufficient unto you. And he says, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. 
Oh, I have weak faith. Oh, my faith is being questioned. No problem. God is saying, just hold on there. Hang in a little longer. There is strength in weakness. And that strength in weakness can only be received by God. And Paul says, God said to Paul, my faith, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. I need you to just say to God, I surrender my weakness to you. I've been hearing the message about faith, but I've been losing it. I I don't think I can hold on a little longer to it. I'm losing it. But God is saying, just keep on there. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. Bring me those weaknesses. Tell me where you doubt it. I'm saying to God, I've been looking at my timepiece, January, February, March. The year is almost rounding up, the last quarter of the year. I don't think I'm going to make what or achieve what I said at the beginning of the year. Looking at the timepiece of man, God is saying and telling us, my strength is made perfect in what? In weakness. So I'm surrendering my weakness to God. My faith may not be strong, but I want to hold on. Because I know there's a God that can strengthen my faith. He can strengthen me. By faith, I'll be strengthened to conceive and to birth everything that God has in store for us. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter, 20, chapter 12 and in verse 10 of that scripture. Paul still speaking says, Therefore, understanding the fact, now knowing that God's strength is made perfect in weakness. He then says, Then I'm going to rejoice a little bit in my infirmities. And in the last word, he says, for when I am weak, then I am strong. Oh my God. When I am weak, then I am strong. Now, this really doesn't make sense. You cannot be weak and be strong at the same time. But that's the beauty of God's word. He says he he confounds the wise with the foolish things of the world. So how can you say you are strong when all within you is the experience of the feelings of weakness? Why? Because the strength you will have in there is not by your strength. It's going to be the strength that comes from God. Abraham went through all this. There are moments where his strength or his character were questioned, but the Bible says he persisted, he went on, he continued and looked for the strengthening of his faith. Why? Because just like Sarah, we get to get to the point where we'll surely laugh. But if you are in that position now, you are saying, I don't think I'll get there. I don't think there will ever be any good news coming to me because my, friend, my, my strength is weak. God is saying, child of God, do not worry. I am here to strengthen you because my strength is made perfect in your weakness. Glory be to God. So Abraham went through all this. The Bible says he was strengthened in faith. And so Sarah said to, to Abraham, look, I, I'm not sure that, that God, that I have a part to play in, in this whole message that God is saying. I'm not so sure I have any part to play in what God is doing in your life. Let, let me help God to help you. you I have a maid servant. I, I, I am weak. I can't do it with you. My faith level is not strong. The prophecy that we have in church, I'm not sure I can be part of that testimony. I'm sure the testimony, the prophecy are for those who can pray a little longer, those who can sing louder, those who have gifts to, 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 to render in the service of God. I am weak like Sarah. I'm saying to myself, I, I, I'm weak. I can't. I don't have any part in this miracle. 
I don't have any part on this to play. So Sarah suggested to Abraham, let me help you to help God bring his word to pass. In your weaknesses, sometimes we, we, we take shortcuts. In our weaknesses, sometimes we, we do the things that are best known to us, just like Sarah. He took on her maidservant and said to Abraham, use her. Let, let, God, let God strengthen you through her. So your weakness, you, you, you need, sometimes we just need to write down our weaknesses. The fact that you write them down doesn't really make you weak. It's just a way of you saying to God, this is where I'm not strong. This is where I require your strength. This is where I need you to be perfect through my weakness. This is where I want you to come in. So we count our weaknesses over and over again. But just like God who is consistently willing to bless us in everything. Genesis 17 verse 21. God now came to Sarah for the very first time. All this while, God had been appearing to Abraham. Sarah had been saying, I- I'm not sure I can, this can happen before the year runs out. I'm not sure I, the miracle can come before the year runs out. Then God came to Sarah. The same way God has been speaking to you directly in the past few, few weeks and saying, you need persistent faith in this journey. The same way God has been speaking to you last week and saying, don't worry, hold on. You, there will be a reason for you to laugh. And anyone that hears your story will also laugh. Genesis 7 verse 21 God said to, to, to her I said said to Abraham my covenant I will establish with Isaac whom Sarah herself shall bear no other person will birth your own miracle. God is saying, you are Sarah. You are doubting yourself. Don't worry. Hagar is not going to birth your miracle. You will birth your own miracle. So I may be saying to myself, I, I've looked at myself, my qualities, my qualification. I'm looking at how time is running fast. I'm looking how limited I am in resources. I'm not sure it will come through me. God is saying, child of God, don't think it's going to come through any other person. The miracle I want to do is through you and through you alone. And so when God spoke to, to Sarah, the Bible says, and he said to Sarah in, in Genesis 18:14, Sarah, is anything too hard for the Lord? God is saying, if I say I will do it, do you think anything is too hard for me? And God said, at the appointed time, I will return to you, and according to the time of life, you will conceive. Now, I may have been fretting because I've been working on my timepiece. But God is reminding me that there's something called the appointed time. That time is the appointed time of God where he has set for you to do whatever you need to do. The time is God's appointed time where he has set for us to look and to achieve what he wants us to achieve. If God says you will laugh again, if God says that miracle will come, if God says that marriage will receive strength, at the appointed time, the marriage truly will receive strength. If God is saying that that business will blossom again. He's just telling us this evening, you need strength to hold on. You need faith to push your strength a little bit. If, you, if God says it, let's wait for his appointed time. There is a time call appointed. It's not according to our watch. It's not according to our time. It's according to the timing of God. He says at the appointed time, all you need during this period is to be strong in faith, is to strengthen our weak faith. There is an appointed time coming that God is saying, I'm going to make that marriage work. That child is going to be brilliant again. That result is going to come out positive or negative, depending on how you want it. That miracle is going to come the way you want it. Wait for the appointed time. 
But at first, just like Sarah, Sarah never believed anything could come through her. But Bible says, and Sarah herself also receives strength to believe. Abraham have been doing all the believing all the while. You've been watching people doing all the believing, all the receiving of miracles. But God is saying, Sarah, my daughter, Sarah, my son, you are thinking you cannot be equipped with faith. You are thinking you cannot receive strength for your weak faith. I am here to strengthen you in the period of your weakness. And we're going to look at three ways where we can strengthen ourselves in our moments of weakness. Three ways we're going to look at very quickly. And so just like Sarah, I do ask myself and do tell God all the time, Lord, look, I can't do it. My faith is weak. But one thing you need to understand, and one of the things I've come to realize, if you go to the book of Hebrews, where the books of the men of faith were listed, Abraham was listed, Isaac was listed, Jacob was listed, um, um, Paul was listed, Samson was listed, all these men of God were listed. In fact, the writer at some point says, time will fail him to go into this, to go into that. He couldn't list all of them. But this is what I found out in almost every one of them. They were listed as the men of faith. But at some point, they were once listed as, the men, as men of weaknesses. You also, you may be in a point where you are in the book or where men are, are, are being listed as being weak, but as we continue to strive in faith, as we be, continue to strive in, in, through our weakness, surely, surely, our names will also be written in the books of the men that prevail through faith. Judges chapter 6, the man called Gideon, God said to him, you will lead the people out of the bondage in which they found themselves. His name was written as man of faith. But just before then, he said to God, oh my Lord, how can I save Israel? I'm indeed the weakest, I am indeed the weakest of all the tribes of Manasseh. But his name was later written because he had the good news. So you, like Sarah, I may be saying also with you that, look, I am the weakest in my family. I'm the weakest as far as this proposal is concerned. Look, the, the point is this. We may have, we, we may, at the moment, we, our names may be written in the books of those who are weak. But if we continue to strive in faith, which is the reason why we are here tonight, is God is saying, just hold on there a little longer. Pray a little longer. Anything you need to do, just hold on a little more. Then you will experience strength in your weakness in which you are facing. And the more strength we receive, the more we begin to become stronger and persistent in our faith level. Moses also said the same thing to God. When God appeared to him in Exodus 3, he said, you shall lead the people out of Israel. And he said, who am I before Pharaoh to do this miracle? So I, it, it, it's absolutely no big issue if we consider our weaknesses. But God is saying, let me use your weakness because in it, I'm going to ride my strength through it. When God wanted to deliver the children of Israel, he used 300 men. Unbelievable, 300 men. The numbers were reduced. Why? Because God cannot strive in your own strength. He will strive in my weakness. Tonight we are encouraging anyone who cares to hear us this evening that if you are going through the period where you are doubting yourself, you are doubting your belief, you are saying the words that God say, he's saying I'm going to laugh again. Can these things really be? Mary questioned it. He said, how can these things be? Can these things surely be? Can these things come to pass? 
But there was a blessing to them who held on to the faith of God. Jeremiah said in his word, he says, when God said, I'm going to use you, Jeremiah answered, Oh Lord, behold, I cannot speak. What is it that you cannot do very well? What is it that you are limited in? What is it that we are struggling in and, and is making us doubt if truly God's word that we will surely laugh, God's word that the miracles will come, those things, can they surely come? What is it that God is, what is the weakness that you are presenting to God? God is saying, I want to strive in those weaknesses. Quickly, we're going to look at three ways that we can strive and receive strength to receive whatever God has laid in our heart. Three things that we're going to look at this evening as we begin to wrap up this message. Number one, one of the ways we can receive strength, number one, you may need to write this down. Number one, you need to identify your source of strength. Number one, we need to identify our source of strength. Number two, we're going to look at, we need to guard our confession. Number two, we need to guard our confession. If we have to go through receiving strength in our moment of weakness, we need to guard our confession. And number three, thing we're going to look at quickly we cannot do all this except through faith we need to receive strength through faith there are times where the situation will stare at you the reality of life will stare but in the moment of our weaknesses we need to receive strength through faith let's look at the very first one identify the source of your strength hmm. now on Sunday, for as many of us that were around, there was a sister that gave a testimony, which I'm going to use as illustration, identifying your source of strength. And by the ways, for all these three steps or three ways I'm giving, I'm going to recommend a message for you to listen to. I'm going to recommend a message for us, for you to listen to, because the time frame I have may be short, but just go back and listen to it, and it will really expound the meaning of identifying your source of strength. There's a message the senior pastor preached some weeks back. He says, identify your source of power and guard it. Identify your source of power and guard it. Now, Isaiah chapter 40, verse 29. This is what the scripture says. He says, he gives power to the weak. And those who have no might, he increases their strength. He says, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Now, Isaiah knew that there will be a time where you need strength from somewhere. You need to identify your source of strength. Sometimes you may be weak and down. What is that thing that you connect to that gives you strength? To, some, to someone, it may be singing praise and worship to God. To some other person, it may be praying to the Lord God Almighty. To some other person, it may be reciting the promises of God. Whatsoever you identify that gives you strength in your moments of weakness, you need to identify and hold on to it. The sister shared a testimony when she had the shortness of breath and ailment that came upon her in the middle of the night. She knew her source of strength. She had a prayer partner in her brother who is a minister in church. She said in her testimony, she said, and she called her brother in the middle of the night, at the pool of the night, when she was going through this shortness of breath. And as she called her, as she called him, he picked up the call and he began to pray. He began to pray with her, and in a short moment, she couldn't even 
she couldn't even breathe anymore. The phone fell off her hand, but her brother kept praying for her. Why? Because she understood and she knew and she knows her source of strength. If I have a prayer partner, my strength will, be rela- will, will, will come back. You need to know. Maybe you need to sing a little more. People may be saying you sing songs so much. Don't let anyone shut down your source of strength. We just need to keep singing. We just need to keep praying. Anything that will galvanize and strengthen you, continue in it. Once you identify it, hold on to it. Guard it jealously. Don't let anyone take away your your source of strength. It may be coming together, it may be coming together in the gathering of the saints. Come together in the gathering of saints and pray to the Lord God Almighty. That is what God is saying. Identify the source of your strength. If your source of your strength is reading God's word, my brother, don't stop. In your moments of weakness, sing praises to him, sing spiritual songs to him, and you will receive strength in times of need. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, 12, verse 9, the Bible says, and we know, he says, my grace is sufficient unto you, for my strength is made perfect in your weakness. Whatsoever it is, it may be your husband that you can talk to, whatsoever your source of strength is, guard it jealously. Because you don't know when you will need to tap from that source. Guard it jealously. You don't know when your weakness will come that you need to tap from it. If you have to pray a little longer to receive strength, just hold on a little longer. You will surely laugh. If to sing song and spiritual song, go on and sing it and that is where your strength comes from. Guide it. And as I said, I recommend you listen to that message. It's a very powerful message. Identify the source of your strength and guard it. Samson was on the lowest point of his life. He still called on the Lord God Jehovah. And that was the point where God gave him strength again. If calling on the Lord will give you strength, keep calling on him. Do not stop. Praise the name of the Lord. Point number two, another way to keep on receiving strength is to guard our confession. To guard our confession. I'm going to recommend another message for you to listen that will expound a little bit more on this. Joel chapter 3 and verse 10. Joel chapter 3 verse 10. The Bible says, let the weak say, I am strong. Joel 3 verse 10. Let the weak say, I am strong. So we need to guard our utterance. There's a message the senior pastor preached a couple of weeks back, and that is why I'm loving the series of messages that have come in. He says, get real. It's time to encourage yourself. Just get that message. Get real. It's time to encourage yourself. There are times, my brother, that the person you are depending on to strengthen you may also be weak. There are times where the person you are expecting to pray for you cannot even mutter a word. So get real. There will be time where we need to encourage ourselves. And that is why we need to gather confession. At that point, you may be weak, but the Bible says, let the weak say, I am strong. 2 Corinthians 12 verse 10, it says, for when I am weak, then I am strong. If there are moments you will get to where you feel weak, if there are moments you will get to where you do not have that strength, it's a time to confess what God says. God is saying in this season, you will surely have a reason to laugh. And anyone who hears that story will also laugh. Anyone who hears your testimony will laugh with you. So you need to confess it over and over again. If God says it, I believe it and that settles it. The scripture says, whose report will you believe? Whose reports will you believe? There are many reports that will come to us in these days through the news, through every other channel. But the question is, 
irrespective of what comes our way, irrespective of the noise around. What is God saying? And so we need to guard ourselves. We need to guard ourselves and guard the confession of our mouth. Anything you say must be tailored, must be pointed to what God has, uh, has spoken concerning you. If God is saying you will laugh, if there are moments where you feel heavy, tell that spirit within you, I will laugh because the word of the Lord says, my blessing is on the way. Just begin to confess positively. First Samuel chapter 30 and in verse 6, the very last part, when David was going through this turbulence period where nothing seemed to have been working for him his men of strength have failed him in fact the people he depended on were also weeping they were also crying they had no more strength in them and the bible says and they wept all night you may be weeping child of god there are times i weep as well there are times you weep as well and you're saying can god really do this for me and god is reminding us and telling us Though weeping may endure for the night, but joy will come in the morning. Joy will come in the morning. And he, say, and he said, and David wept all night. But it came to a point where David had to remind himself of the spoken word of God. What did God say concerning him? He said, you will overtake, you will pursue, just pursue and you overtake. And the Bible says, and David strengthened himself in the Lord. This evening, someone will receive strength in the Lord. You will receive strength to try again. You will, see, you will receive strength to believe in that marriage. You will receive strength to believe in that career job. You will receive strength to believe in that business opportunity. You will receive strength wherever you have been feeling weak. You will receive strength for that teenage child or teenage daughter of, you, of yours that is not listening to you. You will receive strength to believe again. And it's time to guard our confession. If God says it, I believe it. And that's what settles it. So we must believe God to the point where we get to the very end of it. And God knows our heart. And the Bible says, and he will strengthen us. In, his, in our weakness, the Bible says his strength is made revealed. So don't crucify yourself, child of God, when you feel weak. It's just part of the process. Sarah felt weak. Abraham felt weak. Every man of God that was listed as in the book of faith felt weak and felt weakness at some point. But the Bible says they continued in strength. They continued in faith. And through faith, they achieved what God wanted to do in their life. God is in the business of hearing prayers. And if he has said it, I believe it, and so I will guide my mouth. Joel chapter 3 verse 10 again says, Let the weak say, I am strong. I don't know what you feel a little bit of weakness that God can't bring to pass. You may just want to confess it and say, concerning this marriage, let the weak say I'm strong and so I receive strength to go through it. I don't know what you are believing God for. Just tell God, I know I'm weak concerning this matter, but I'm receiving your strength to persist in faith. I'm receiving your strength to go through this like Sarah did. Bible says, and Sarah also received strength to believe. Point number three, the way before we wrap up this evening. Another way to receive strength is through faith. And I'm going to recommend another message for you. You need to go back if you've never heard this message, the message that was preached two Sundays away, persistent faith win. 
If you need to strengthen yourself in any way, we need persistent faith over again. And so I read to your hearing again Hebrews, that, that's Hebrews 11, 11. And Bible says, by faith, Sarah herself also, before now it was all about Abraham, by faith, Sarah also receives strength to conceive. If you need strength at this point of your weakness, we need to ask God for grace to believe. That faith that will strengthen you is what you need. Sarah also received the same strength, that same strength that Abraham received. The same strength that Sarah received to keep believing, that strength is made available for you and I. So you need to understand this. As we go back to listen to those messages again, persistent faith win. I recommend another one. I said, get real. It's time to encourage yourself. You will see that the three ways to receive strength, it just have been spoken to us before now. And so we are inexcusable to receiving God's promise. All we need to do is just to hold on in this moment that you may be losing faith. You may be losing, uh, feeling a little bit weak if God will do it or not. Don't bother my son. Don't bother my daughter, says the Lord. He said, just hold on. Hold on a, a little bit longer and you will receive strength to believe you will receive strength to win persistent faith is what we need if god says it i believe it and that indeed settles it amen luke chapter four chapter one and verse 45 in luke chapter one verse 45 the word of the lord came to a woman called mary and she said to herself how indeed can these things be seeing that i've known no man so you may be saying to yourself, how can this thing be? This is what God is saying concerning my life. But how can it happen? Seeing that I have no qualification, seeing that I have no, no background knowledge, seeing that I, 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 I'm not experienced in this matter, seeing that I've lost it the very first time, seeing that I've failed the very last time, how can these things be? Not by might, not by strength, but that is by my spirit, says the Lord. And so God is reminding us and encouraging someone. Go in this thy might, says the Lord. The might is not about yours. It's about the strength of God. So if you receive strength to conceive and to birth anything that God is saying in this period, one, we need to understand that we, may, we must be persistent in our faith level. And God is assuring us, if God has spoken the word saying, that you will laugh again. Child of God, just hold on to that. Don't be deterred by your level of weakness at this point. You are just going through the stages of the journey. You may be weak today, but Bible God is telling us this evening, strengthen yourself in God's word. Strengthen yourself in your confession. Strengthen yourself by the source that you know that will strengthen you. It may be a prayer chain. Strengthen yourself through it. It may be through prayer and thanksgiving, just giving good songs to the Lord. Strengthen yourself. Receive another element of strength. And God is saying, child, if you get to this point, like Sarah received the good news, like Sarah laughed again, as we've gone through the story before her glory, the Bible says she received strength the same way her husband received the same strength. God is strengthening someone this evening that is saying, I can and will not be able to do it. God is telling you, child of God, you can do it. If God says it, I believe it. And that 
itself settles it. I need you, child of God, to say to yourself, by the reason of your confession, let the weak say, I am strong. Any area of your life you are feeling weak and saying, maybe God can't come true. Just tell yourself, God will come true. Let the weak say, I'm strong. Confess it with your mouth and say, I receive strength to believe again. I receive strength to trust God again. I receive strength to win again. I receive strength to laugh again. I receive strength that my child will come back to life. I receive strength that my husband will return back to me. I receive strength that my miracle will come the way God has spoken it. And so shall it be in the mighty name of Jesus. I want to surely believe that we've been blessed this evening as we come to that knowledge table that in a place of being persistent to win, in a place to understand that God's word, that he will make us laugh, will surely come to pass. We need not look at our strength level, but because the word of the Lord have come before now to tell us that faith can strengthen us in the place of our weakness, so shall it be for you and I in the name of Jesus. And at the end, I will laugh you will love in the mighty name of Jesus. If you believe that, say a loud amen with a convincing belief in your heart and so shall it be in Jesus' name. Lord in heaven, we thank you for your word that has come. We pray for every man and woman that is struggling to receive strength. We pray for the faith level that will come high for him or her to receive strength in the place of our weakness in the name of Jesus. That your word will come to pass concerning us that we will laugh again, that we will receive joy again, that good news will come to us again, so shall it be in Jesus' name. Let this word be made manifest. Let this word come to life in the heart of every man and every woman that have heard your word. Thank you, Holy Spirit, because you always hear us when we pray, and tonight shall not be an exception, and the saints of God say a big amen. Amen and amen. I want to believe that you were blessed. I want to really believe that you were blessed. And this evening, as you, con- as you continue to hold on to God's word, just have that knowledge and understanding that God is in the business of strengthening everyone. God bless you in the name of Jesus.